Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. The Late Lunch with Blackstone Motors, Johanna Dundalk and Cavan. Order your new 221 Renault today from our extensive Renault range. Guaranteed delivery and low-rate APR finance. Visit blackstonemotors.ie. Welcome to Late Lunch on this final day of February. Haven't those two months just flying by? Great to have you with us on the show again this afternoon. We have lots of chat and more besides over the next couple of hours. But look, everything is dominated, isn't it, by the war. Yes, the invasion of Ukraine, a sovereign nation by Russia as the battle goes on. I have to say, the Ukrainian people and their army are putting up a tremendous resistance. And, you know, they haven't got too many on their sides, you know, in in terms of military might. No NATO support, very little support from anywhere else as well. And it's been really left up to themselves. And they are showing the Russians that they do not want Russian occupation of Ukraine. It's quite simple. There are many Ukrainians living here in Ireland. And we're going to talk to one of them now for the next while. She's been here 22 years. She lives in Trimmon, County Mead. And she has family close to her back in the Ukraine that she's really worried about. Luba Healy, welcome to the show. Thank you, Jim. Thank you for joining me on Late Lunch this afternoon. Luba, who's back home? I have my mom and I have my granny who is 98 years old as well. My mom is 70 and she's only child and only two of them in the house. And where are they, Luba? They live in a small uh, town called Gyveron. Um, it's in the middle of Ukraine. They're only three hours away from Odessa. Uh, five hours away from Kiev. So for the last five days, I ring in them every three hours just to make sure they're fine. As it's no support. All men nearly gone on training and go, uh, going into the uh, war zone to help each other. Yes, yeah, so and as is uh, the way in many conflicts, the men have to go, young men, men of all ages, and they want to be there to defend their country, so the women and children are left behind. H- has there been any um, incursion of Russian forces near where your mum and, and gran live? At the moment, no. They, um, but they're getting ready for them. And it doesn't matter age. Uh, my mum's, um, and it's At the beginning, I was crying every single day. It's very hard to wake up in the morning explaining to your children that only one granny who we're waiting for so long to come and join us. Um, 
in the middle of a unspeakable situation that she can't leave. She can't. And she said she's not going to leave at the moment because she wants to stand for her land, for her country as well. So she lived with the wheelbarrow and couple blankets in it and her bag packed. She said, just in case if we have to flee, I can bring my mom with me. So she yeah. she has the wheelbarrow is all she has to put your granny into to wheel her to safety if the worst comes to the worst. It, it, it's only the way she could hide. She can't carry her because yeah. she she's ninety eight, and cars wouldn't go through um, through the town. Everything would be closed and roads closing at the moment. Uh, I have a I have a friend who was trying to flee Kiev. They travel uh, one day to get to where we are. Mm. It's, it's only four and a half hours, one day, and um, the bridges, roads destroyed, everything. But the people were working hard and try to live as normal people, not um, not looking for trouble. Mm. We hard-working people, loyal people to our state. And I only, I'm only i the lucky one who's here, but my heart in, in my shoes for the rest of the country. And I can't speak sometimes. I think I'm dreaming. I, I want to wake up because it's unhuman. Mm. In 20... 22 we have to we have to go and cry for our loved ones because there's little else you can do because I know that you have three young children yourself to be looked after and you have said but for your own young children you would go I would I would in a heartbeat I have a one year old six year old and 12 year old here and if I didn't have that responsibility here, I pack up and go. Even if I, <clears throat> excuse me, even if it's for half an hour, that I will make some difference to the country where I grew up, I would pack up my bag and go and help. So I would plea to Russian top guys, please talk. We're not looking for war. We want peace. Nobody needs this. We... Excuse me. We want to make friends, not enemies. Yes. And this is what's going to happen. Look, we, we, we know and we stand w- with you. And, you know, I, I said at the beginning there, do you feel that you've been abandoned as a nation, Ukraine, by the rest of Europe, Western Europe and America? We we only hear the talks, Jerry. We only hear the talks and meeting about meeting. What happened on the ex- next meeting? What happened at the next meeting? Please stop talking. Oh, what we're looking for. Stop talking. Help us. Mm. We the same. We we humans. We we will pay you back with with 
humanity with with uh, with loyal as you can see we're loyal people and very passionate about what we do and how we live and we feel like we being abandoned and all Europe standing and looking at us and see would we survive or not mm. but we will and I greatly believe that we will I as I, I as was talking to your uh, colleague my nana lived through second world war my granddad is captain uh, on the second world war they lived through it my granddad was last guy who's supposed to be killed by germans and he survived and the reason i'm here myself so we seen the bad times and if if i could if i could i would do anything to beg anybody. I'm on my knees begging Europe, help us. America, help us. Because it's, it's not right. No, it's absolutely not right. And I've been watching and reading extensively myself over the weekend. And I have, have a fair mindset, I have to say, on this as well. I do believe you've been abandoned. Absolutely abandoned. And this has been known for some time. And the West... You know, you know the Irish song, "The West's Awake." Well, I can tell you that the West is asleep on this one, and has sleepwalked into this. And you know, there's only one way. Uh, you know, this has to be confronted. Look, come back to your 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 mom and your nan. My God, seventy and what ninety eight years of age. Where would they go if there was a, an emergency? If bombers come, if uh, tanks and troops arrive, is there a shelter they can go to nearby? Yeah, I I have to say um, we great neighbours. Even only women, uh, my mom age left, and only a few there that can move properly. That's why she had the, her wheelbarrow at the at the um, at the door. They have basements uh, with the mattresses in it, with a bit of water. We all um, used to prepare our own food in 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 the basement. So. Basically, they have a couple of basins in the, on the road that they can go into and wait. Mm. How long? We don't know. How are they but, faring out for food? You mentioned there's uh, some provisions in the basements and, and mattresses to sleep on. What at yeah. the moment, you know, with, with shops closed and all that's going on around them, are they okay for food? He's At, at the moment, yeah, because for the last couple of weeks, I w- would be uh, asked my mum and said, do you have everything she... They they have for a couple months. My mom and my granny okay for a couple months maybe, uh, and I have to say um, neighbors are great. So even in Ireland, I have to I have to call a lot of to a lot of people. Be friendly with your neighbors because they are closest people in the end. Uh, your friends that uh, they amazing they. Um, Supporting each other, they're calling each other every single day. If anybody's short for something, they make sure that they can get them. They uh, bring in supplies in their bicycles, in the, in in every way. So mm. it, it, it's great to see that uh, solidarity. Yes. And it doesn't really matter. They had a fight last year about something. They all together. Yeah. 
This has united yeah. the people of Ukraine. You can see that for sure. Um, are you worried? I, I know you, and you are, this is a fact, you're ringing them every few hours to make sure they're okay. You have to be concerned as well if communications go down. I I don't know what I would do if communications go down. Mm. Yeah, that's the real worry, isn't it? Because in a war situation, they can knock communications out and then you're not in touch with anybody. I hope that doesn't happen. I hope you can keep in contact because there is some reassurance in, in you being able to do that. What about President Zelensky and his role in, in, in all of this? What do, how do you feel about him? Um, <clears throat> President Zelensky, I'm very, very proud of our new president. The reason I, I flee my country 25, uh, 22 years ago, sorry, I nearly the same time here in Ireland. This is a leader that people should take a sample of. It. Um, he's a basic, genuine human who's taken his responsibility to the last draw, loyal to his people and work for people for their needs and for, I'm, I'm sure not everyone would, uh, you, you can't um, please everyone, as you, as you know. But he took the ship that was trolling into the wrong, wrong way. And it's very hard to turn that ship. Mm. That's, 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 that's why I, I was gone. I, I work in, in a local vet clinic uh, for a year and and by being a bad doctor for a year, I saw it clearly that I'm going to work for government from 9 to 5 and from 6 to 10, 11, 12 at night, I was going to the private sector to, to uh, work, to make uh, your living. I couldn't see the future. You'd be exhausted uh, in 5, 10 years. I've seen people who... Um, equal to my age, they, they look as twice as me. That's why I, I was gone from there. And I am so proud that he took that role and he carried that flag. He's a very brave man and I wish him luck and I wish him uh, first of all, he has to survive today because as you probably know, he's meeting Putin and uh, in his territory. I, I hope everything goes well. He's a great talker. He's, um, he's not as experienced as other guys in politics, but he has a big heart. And that heart is his country. Yes, and he certainly is a target in this whole thing. You can see that and hear that from what 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 Putin has said. But you know, you can feel, I'm sure, uh, you you feel abandoned. But you understand. That, look at it, a half a million people turned out in Germany yesterday. Did you see that in support of yeah. the Ukraine? Half a million. Poland is is. Uh, you know, uh, really on high alert now as well. And many countries round you there as well. I suppose what we all fear is, Luba, that something would happen that would kick off a massive conflict on the continent. You know what I'm talking about? Somebody would just do something. It could be from the Russian side. It could be somewhere else. And we're into a nuclear war, which 
my God Almighty, none of us can even bear to think about, you know. But anyway, look, we are where we are today and it's evolving situation. I'm getting messages in here to wish you well. And your mam, uh, uh, Luba's mam, is Nina. Uh, she's 70 and her 98-year-old gran is Galina. And they're living in the midst of this. You just heard Luba there talking about the situation they're in. And many other Ukraine uh, Ukrainian families living in Ireland are worried and really concerned about their families as well back home. Look, uh, you, you have a huge solidarity, I'm sure you know, from the people of Ireland as well. There is aid being organised to go for refugees, as I speak, and lots of other things happening. But I really hope that uh, this situation... Uh, the heat comes out of it and the uh, aggression stops and that Russia decides, uh, I'm, I'm hoping here, to go back and pull back to its borders and leave people in peace. Luba, we'll keep in touch with you and I wish you well and we pray for you. Yeah, Jerry, thank you so much for uh, having me. And uh, in the end, I would like to thank uh, my colleagues, my friends, my neighbours who texted me and offered room and help and in money, uh, clothes, everything they they offering help. I'm I'm so so humbled and thank you so much to everyone. Ah, there's a goodness in people. You know that yourself and Irish people as well and the people in Trim there I know are fantastic to you as you're saying yourself there and that support is only starting uh, to take legs as I speak. Luba, God bless you and God bless your mum and gran and everybody in Ukraine. Thank you, Jerry. Thank you. Take care of yourself. Bye-bye. Wouldn't it break your heart to think your mother, 70, worked her life an only child in Ukraine and her mum, 98 years of age, Nina and Galina, and what they face today. Mother of God. I thought we'd never see anything like this again in the world. I've said it before. It's just horrendous. It's absolutely horrendous how one man, one man, like other one men of an age in the past, has kicked this off. We had a momentarily, if you remember last week on the show, we were speaking to Brendan Murphy and he had to go in a hurry because the warplane swooped where he was. Uh, We told you afterwards he was okay. Louise, were you talking to him there uh, just a second ago? I think our Louise had him for just a second on the the phone there. Had you, did you speak to him? I did, yeah. Yeah, he just said he couldn't, he couldn't talk. And then he just hung up. Gone. So he's obviously in a fractious situation as well. Yes, we'll try and keep it. We hope to have even a quick word with him. But there you go. He had to just uh, scarper and and understandable with the situation. Louise, you're looking at the pictures yourself. I've done a lot of reading the weekend in the Irish and English press. A lot of reading about this. And, you know, at the end of the day, you have to say that in life, when there's a bully in life, you've got to stand up to the bully. You know what I mean? And I'm not sure, although you see a run on the Russian banks today and their stock exchanges closed, that this these sanctions will take effect. But at the end of the day... Will he back down? Will he back down because of this? And it may come to the situation where this guy has to be faced in a military fashion one mm-hmm. way or the other. And I say that knowing that he could do anything and he's threatened and he has nuclear weapons... And so have the West. And I fear that this may be the final, you know, confrontation on this. It may be. And it will be horrendous, to be honest with you. To Sorry, Jerry, we just might have Brendan. Do you have just, him? I, you we have might, him? M- might just have Let's him there. Let's try him there. Try him there, Jerry. Yeah, hello, Brendan. 
Hello, Brandon. Brandon, can you hear me there? No, he's no, gone again. He's gone. I would just say it's the difficult. The internet is, is... Yeah, it's up and down. Yeah. And as I said to Lube, I don't want to alarm her, but communications, they generally knock them out, so they do. Knock them out and they're yeah. gone. But as I was saying, you know, at the at the end of the day, yes, sanctions have their part to play, this, that and the other, but at the end of the day, you got to face a bully down. You really do have to face a bully down. And I'll tell you, Russia's going to pay a big price. You can see it already, what's happening. And the people, sadly, and I'm sure there are fantastic people in Russia, and there are lots of people in Russia opposed to this, vehemently opposed to it. But this is the question in life. Do we want to live in a free world or do we want to live subjugated by bullies who have the biggest amount of money and arms. That's what it comes down to. The Western lifestyle with all its warts and all against the other side of things. What do we believe in and what are we willing to stand up for? And that includes Ireland because I'm beginning to wonder, neutrality had its part to play for a time in this country many moons ago, but I just wonder now. I wonder. Neutrality in life. I believe you're either on one side or the other and it's as simple as that and we're part of the EU and that's a big question for us in this country too. Jerry, back to your comments. Jerry, for me there's a huge reluctance in a lot of countries to step in because they fear Putin would drop a nuclear bomb and God knows what devastation that would cause, says a listener. It is a huge fear. It certainly is and he's rattled the sabres the weekend. But surely he must know if he did something like that, the implications for the world and the implications for him and his people, because the response would be mighty and furious, and it would probably be the end of them too. He's got to consider that. Maybe he doesn't consider things like that or a logic like that. Another one says, Jerry, please tell that woman, Luba, we were talking to Luba Healy, top of the show, I will pray and light candles for her mother and nanny every single day. Thank you for that lovely sentiment today. Another one says the Ukrainians are so brave and loyal. Total respect to them. Seeing the young people and older people wanting to fight is absolutely inspiring. Can you imagine the spoiled snowflakes in this country if war broke out? They'd be embarrassing, Jerry says a listener. And there's more there. I'll come back to them. I promise you. But my next guest, I'm really delighted to welcome to the show because... He is so well known. He's helped the great and good in all aspects of Irish life over the years with their health and keeping well because he's committed to being well for as long as we can right through our lives. He's published a couple of books. His first, Anamic Health in 2013, was a resounding hit and is still in demand today. And he returned last year with another one called Mindful Days. Staying fit, healthy and well with a lot less stress. I want to hear more about it. David Hegarty, welcome to Late Lunch. And a very thank you, Jerry, and a very good afternoon to you and to your listeners. Well, I'm not going to set you up or anything, but I have messages in here for you already. I'll just quote one of them. Oh, my God, it's great to hear Dave Hegarty on your show, a legend in the fitness and wellness industry. So there you are. I've built you up. Away we go. Look, today, Dave, I want to talk to you. And you said to me, let's talk today uh, about the whole area of what we eat and what we take on board into our bodies. And I'll tell you what I did. I made sure, and I did read it twice, the magic of diet chapter in your dynamic health book. Okay, so let let me start with this. You, and a few things jumped out at me. You say today that we are all, a lot of us, eating on the hoof, rushing the food. You said it's so important to sit and eat and take your time. Why, Dave? Absolutely. 
Yeah, I couldn't I couldn't emphasize that more, Jerry. You know, the pace at which we live today, mentally and emotionally, is totally at loggerheads with nature. And the thing about it is that we've come to actually regard that as the normal. And the thing is that while it's normal, it is very certainly not natural. And the thing is that everything is go, 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 get, 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 have, have, have. And we've forgotten how to stop. We've forgotten how to bring that magic word of rest into our lives and to hold, bring the whole concept of pace and rest into our lives. I, I do believe with all my heart that a lot of the illnesses and injuries, apart from the idea of the World Health Organization, who say that 75% of the illnesses we experience today are as a direct result of malnutrition. And that's a very ironic kind of thing because we've probably never been as well off before as we are now. And it's peculiar that while we're actually progressing, if you like, in facilities and amenities and everything that we have in life, our actual standard of living isn't the standards, if you like, maybe improving, but the qualities of life are going a little bit amiss somewhere or other. And I think the pace at which we live has a lot to do with it. So I thought back to when I was growing up as a child and I always remember sitting for my breakfast before I went to school or wherever I was, coming yeah. home at lunchtime, having a nice relaxed uh, dinner that was put up to you. Now the world has changed around that today, I understand that. And then at tea time, we all sat down and took our time and we had our teas. And you're right, that does not happen anymore. So that's important. The other thing you alluded to there is very important to come back to because you were a great proponent of whole foods. And whole foods, you said about nutrition there, there's a lot of food and better food, but it's not as nutritious. So whole foods, you say, really important. Yeah. See, the thing is, I have a little adage that I give to people on a regular basis. I say, where your food is concerned, try and eat anything that walks, flies, swims, or grows. Now, I say that at the risk of offending the vegetarians. But nonetheless, as I say, it really is important that we get back to the idea of whole foods, because they're the foods that supply the elements on which our bodies are absolutely, totally dependent for normal, healthy living. Now, when I talk about fitness, I'm not talking about four-minute miles or three hours a day in the gym, 10 days a week. To me, the whole idea of being fundamentally fit is to be able to cope and live well. You don't have to run a mile in four minutes. You don't have to aspire to get your place on the Irish rugby team. Now, they're all great things to do. But sometimes I believe that people associate the idea of being fit with some kind of dedicated obsession. And they become a little bit daunted by it. And in my experience of dealing with people over the last 50 odd years, it's one of the deterrents. Whereas if people understand that if they learn a few fundamental, simple principles and put those into practice, that it is physically impossible for your body not to respond to it. So simple things like posture, 
breathing, use of food, some regular activity, and that most overlooked factor in fitness and wellness programs today, the ability to be able to stop, come to a halt and rest, and let the body and the mind and the spirit repair themselves. And that's a hugely overlooked factor today. As I say, I'm back again there. I suppose I'm harping on a little bit about the, the speed at which we live. Yes. But we can do, you know, we can't do an awful lot about the circumstances in which we live, but we can do, we really can do an awful lot to influence how it affects us and how we respond to it. You know, Dave, I, there's something you just touched on there. And, you know, I often think we're connected telepathically and we don't understand it because, honestly, Louise, my producer, will tell you, I was talking about this thing, I don't know whether you've heard of it, called Nixon. It's a Dutch philosophy where you mentioned stop there, where people actually do nothing on a regular basis for a time yeah. in their lives. I'm sure you've heard of this. So that's what you're alluding to there. We need to, we don't, have to, we don't have to be going all the time. Not at all. And it doesn't matter what you call it, Jerry. It's learning how to halt, yeah. still the mind, calm the emotions, soothe the nervous system. Remember something that that's when our immune system kicks in. And this is something that has been overlooked and very few people realize it. That when we're resting, and I mean really resting, I don't just mean going out and having a few jars or having a nice dinner or watching television or anything. That's, that's distraction. But what I'm talking about is real rest, where the mind becomes calm, the emotions become quiet, and the whole body learns to physically relax. You see, why that's so important is because not only does the mind have a huge effect on the body, and most people are aware of that, but there's also a huge reciprocal effect of the body on the mind. So if our bodies are out of shape, bit tired, bit run down, bit stressed, a bit tense, agitated. That communicates itself to our mind, which then gathers that and relays it back into the body and perpetuates the whole scene. And that's why over the last, I'd say, 20 odd years, any program I've done with people, whether it's been with groups or individuals, I've really emphasized the idea of rest. Um, there's a little acronym I use for being healthy and wellness concerned, and that's NEAR, N-E-A-R. I say to people, your, your healthy well-being is more near than you may realize. And the N stands for nourishment. And that's not just nourishment of the body, but nourishment of the mind as well. Because we can decide not only what we're thinking about, but even how we think about it. We can install and we can dismiss any thought we like from our minds. And then we need reasonable nourishment. Now, we don't have to live on bananas and nuts and multivitamins, but we can actually be more selective, not only in how much, but particularly in what we're eating and learn how to nourish the system rather than just fill it up. And then I have the second letter there is energy. Now, we have various energies. We have physical energy, which is what allows us function during the day and increases our resistance to colds, fatigue, tiredness, and so on. And then we have mental energy, which is the ability to maintain attention on a particular task or subject or whatever we may be reading or thinking about or applying ourselves to. 
And then we have what I would call emotional energy, which is a huge factor because we're emotional beings. And that's what we run on, emotion. Now, most of us like to think that we're raw, mature, rational adults, and we are, we may be. But we use rationale, if you like, to make some kind of direction. But what actually keeps us going and gets us going during the course of a day, just like it does for any athlete or musician or artist or anything, is emotion. We get motivated. And we motivate ourselves on how we feel. It, it's not an intellectual exercise. It's an emotional one. And then there's the final energy, what I would call spiritual or personal. And that is one of those intangibles, if you like. They mean different things to different people. It's got nothing to do, in my mind, with religion. It's just got to do with spirituality and the beliefs we have about the connect, like you're talking about the Dutch people coming to a halt because they actually get some benefit from that that is indefinable. Well, the benefit is not indefinable, but why it happens is indefinable. Mm. Maybe science can't even explain it, but just because science can't explain it doesn't mean it isn't true. Yes. And as I say, there are basic things like that. And when we actually begin to become aware of those and put them into practice, they literally transform lives. And I know the word transformation is almost totally abused today. It's, you know, people change direction and something they talk about transforming something. But a bit like the word beautiful in the 60s, you know, or they talk about being passionate about something. Some people think if they turn up on time that they're passionate. But as I say, the word transformation it really is applicable to actually the practice of those simple principles. Mm. And that's the whole thing about it, Jerry, is the actual practice of it. Yes. Now, you've gone NE. Just stay there. You have A&R to do for me. I'm going to take a short break. And will you come back and explain what the A and the R are, Dave? Is that OK? I sure will. Sit yeah. there. Sit tight. Back with you in a moment. David Hegarty is walking us through what we need to do to live a longer and healthier and happier life. N-E, what does the A stand for, Dave? Attitude. And it's a peculiar thing because most people think, because we're thinking in fitness, that they think it should stand for activity, but it's attitude. And it's an amazing thing. I spoke earlier on, Jerry, about the mind affecting the body and then the body affecting the mind as well and they're interchanging their influences every split second of the day but how we think the fundamental beliefs we have about anything and how we think affects enormously how we feel and how we feel really allows us then perform behave act live whatever you want to call it it's how we use ourselves in life and um that's what attitude is about. And when we can actually take the time to select how we determine ourselves, how we're going to use ourselves in life, we can actually create an attitude that is useful to us. Mm. Um, I remember back in the late 60s when I went full time into the fitness industry. It wasn't called that then. It just wasn't called anything. I think there were about five gyms in Dublin. But when I went into it full time, I remember reading a book and in the book, there was a sentence about attitude and the approach to anything. And I quote, it was by a fellow called Dr. Carl Menninger of the last century who could 
possibly be, arguably be called the father of pop psychology, if you like. And I say that not in a, any sort of a derogatory sense or anything, but in that he was a man who believed that psychology and the use of it was available to everybody and not just elite athletes or elite people in business or sciences or anything. And one of the sentences that he wrote, and I remember it struck me at the time, and I quote, attitude is more important than fact. Any fact facing you, however difficult or seemingly hopeless, is never as important as your attitude to that fact. How you think about a mm. fact mm. can alter how you look at it, how you approach it altogether, and perhaps even overcome it altogether. And that's the end of the quote. Yeah. But it was something that really struck me and I've applied it all the time, not only in my own life, but also with people I work with and yes. teach. Because I think the attitude to how we use ourselves and to what we're actually doing in our lives makes a huge difference. I think we're all pretty well agreed that life isn't so much what happens to us as it is how we respond to what happens yes, to us. Yes, so true. So and true. our response is dependent on our attitude. Okay. And we it, can actually create our own attitude. Is our for response your final of letter of, of near, no? No, it's rest. Rest. So what we were what so we've, mind got, you, we've come back to this, yeah. Yeah. You know, that's a very good suggestion. We might turn that into N E A double R. Rest. Go on, rest. Yeah. Rest again. Rest. Go on. Yeah, and that's real rest, Jerry. That's what I'm talking about. So let me Not ask you this. Is it, it, I, I know what you're saying. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in 6 months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. mintmobile.com/switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month, unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month, face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get 6 months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after 6 months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And I've done it and I should do it more. Will you go into a quiet room, still yourself? concentrate on your breathing and just let your thoughts flow with no other distraction. So it doesn't mean sitting reading a book. Are you distracted reading a book? Well, it depends on the book, doesn't it? Um, <laughs> yes, true. I would, I would consider some books, you know, uh, absolutely enthralling and I hate to put them down and I look forward yeah. to the time when you're going to pick them up. But uh, that is a form of rest, I believe. Once again, depending on the book and the content and the okay. type and the style of it. 
you know, you can read good fiction. It's a great escape. That's a form of rest. Uh, you can read some stuff that is so stimulating and so exciting that it's anything but restful. Yes. And certainly not to be read before you try to go to sleep at night. Mm. I would make a little rule, and I think people might find this quite helpful. Um, I've no problem shutting the screens off at about nine o'clock. Probably, well, I might watch television, leave that on a bit. But I certainly wouldn't generally go near a phone or a laptop or anything at all after nine o'clock or even after half eight at night. And to give ourselves a chance to let the mind begin to come down and to begin to think about things that are immediate and relevant to us, maybe associate a little bit more closely with our family or ourselves, or even just take a walk and reconnect with ourselves, something like that. You know, on the summer evenings now, yes. we have the lengthening days, we have the evenings drawing out, and uh, we can actually get out and about. And I'm just looking out the window here, and I see a few buds on a tree already. So, um, you know, it's an exciting time of the year. It's the season of growth and hope, isn't it? Mm. So rest, you say, the best form of rest is to shut off everything, sit with yourself and your thoughts, take a breath, a few breaths and that, and just do that. Would you recommend doing it, taking a little time each day to do that? I would. And I would recommend if you can, once you actually do it, now when you start, even if you only do it for five minutes, and five minutes is a long time, to keep the mind quiet. You never empty it, but you can quiet it. Mm. And if you focus on a particular thing, it could be a breath, it could be the proverbial candle we used to see in the pictures of meditation years ago of the yogans doing it. But whatever it is, it could be a nice piece of music, it could be a lovely line of poetry, anything at all, and really dwell on that for five minutes. Now, you will find odd thoughts falling into your head. And what you do is you just let them pass through, ignore them and bring your mind gently but very firmly back to your object of attention. And hold that for five minutes a day. And whether it's your breathing, the weight of your body on the chair, or the fact that you feel your eyes closed and what you're looking at, and then you can conjure up ideas or pictures of your own, whatever it is, that will develop the practice of holding your attention on any particular thing. And what it does, Jerry, it helps quieten the mind. It's believed that we have something between 60 and 90,000 thoughts, ideas, memories, associations flashing through our poor, overwhelmed heads every 24 hours. So it's a wonder, you know, it's like, like the airport and flat out in the busy season. Yes. Noise, noise, noise. Everybody rushing everywhere, seeming to get nowhere. But as I say, there's that congregation of mass and hurry and urgency. And we need to quieten that. We need to be able to let the mind settle, relax and be at ease and be comfortable within ourselves. Fantastic. And once we begin to practice it, what happens is that it spills over mm. into normal daily living because the mind begins to learn the habit of being quieter. And one of the great benefits is that in potentially stressful times, because the mind is quieter, instead of being overwhelmed by whatever it is we're confronted with, we have time to consider and think and think more clearly. And that allows us to respond more effectively to the potential stressful occurrence, whatever it might be.
Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. N-E-A-R, nourishment, energy, attitude and rest. David, I have to leave it there today. I am coming back to you. And by the way, before I go, two things. My producer, Louise, says, come in here and look at this man because I can't see you on the Zoom. She can. By God, you look well. And may I say your age? Of course you can, yeah. This man is 78 years of age. 78 last month. Yeah, and by God, do you look well in it. So you are the living proof. You've just made a friend for life. (laughs) Of what you live. And for my listeners today, how can they find out more about you or, you know, do a bit of more inquiring? You're online or you have your website. Yeah, sure, I have a website. Yeah. And it's the three W's dot commonsensewellness.ie. I love it. It's a great name as well. Common Isn't sense. Yeah, I like oh, it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, it's brilliant. Commonsensewellness.ie is this man. Yeah. You'll be back. Have a great day. I'd love to. Jerry, thank you. And a very good afternoon to everybody. Thank you for joining me. Appreciate it. David Hegarty there. What a man he is. Fantastic guy. Commonsensewellness.ie. Check him out. Thanks, Peter, for your comment. Peter's been on to say, I know about bullying. I didn't take the vax. We know, Peter, you didn't, and I'm being bullied into it. And he says, uh, you know, goes on to say, which is a point, that in the 60s, America didn't like when Russia... Uh, had nuclear weapons on their doorstep in Cuba. That's right. Uh, there's no doubt about that. But where do you draw the line? Like, look around Europe, Peter. You know, there'll always be somebody on Russia's doorstep. I don't know what they're trying to create. But look, I know one thing. I'm on the side of vaccinations. I said this to you before. I'm pro-vaccine. And I'm pro-the West as well. And I'm fro- pro uh, being free. I, I, I want to be free. I don't want to be under the uh, rule of a dictator or a, a society where I can't come and go as I please. And I, I say that, saying that Western society has many, many things that are not good about it. But overall, in balance, when I look at both, I know where I stand and on what side I stand. That is for sure. Now, social media platforms. Well, my God almighty, Trump is back with Truth Social. You know this anyway, yet his new social media platform. He's on the air again, having been banned by Facebook, Twitter and others. Well, my next guest on the show today is a local man. He's from Kells in County Meath. And he has launched his own social media autonomous platform and he's going to tell me more about it. Niall O'Reilly, thank you for joining me on the show. Jerry, thanks a million for having me. That's a pleasure. Not at all. Now, I've been doing a lot of research about you this morning. Your ears are probably red. Anyway, <laughs> let, me, let me ask you this. Will you explain to listeners and simplify it for us? Because we are familiar, of course, with the Facebooks, the Instagrams, the Twitters and all else of this world. What are you doing? What are you setting up and who are you setting this up for and what will differentiate you? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So I, I think, like, like you mentioned, I think most people are familiar with social media today, um, whether it's like the ones you mentioned, if it's Facebook, Twitter, these are kind of the, the mainstream socials that we've all come, become very familiar with um, in the past number of years. I suppose what, what Wavelength is setting out to do is not to change maybe the interface that we're all familiar with, but the background and I suppose the back end to um, essentially these social media platforms. So what we're doing is is essentially setting up, like you mentioned, a fully autonomous social media platform. Now, what that means, I can I can kind of break down in a little bit of detail now. But um, really, what we're trying to set out to achieve is a social media platform fully backed um, by the user base that will be completely verified 
which essentially means that everyone on the platform will be a real person um, and then also that the, the platform will be essentially governed um, and moderated by the community itself. So that's a huge change because I don't have to remind listeners or you that it's the Wild West out there with some of the big companies and it's very, very difficult to police. How can you guarantee that? Yeah, absolutely. So essentially when, when users come on board our platform, they're going to have to carry out a, quite a simple process that we're, I suppose society is becoming a little bit more familiar with, which is KYC or Know Your Customer um, and essentially that means that you'll, you're going to have to provide um, a piece of identification that will identify you as a real person. And once that's completed, you will get full access to the platform um, and all the features that we, that we have on the platform. Um, as you mentioned, it's, it's a little bit like the Wild West out there at the moment. You know, it's hard to, it's hard to really understand what, what's happening on social media and, and the movement that's happening right there today in terms of not only the, the user base that we're interacting with on a daily basis, but the information and the, um, the various, I guess, channels that we're familiar with, we're not really sure, um, you know, how verified the information that is getting spread on social media is. So what we want to do is to set out to achieve is a fully verified network that's fully backed by real individuals or real people on the platform. Yes, because, you know, it all began, didn't it, with this uh, phrase, fake news. And it is very difficult to, you know, uh, wade through what's there and, and, and decide, you know, what is truth, what is lies. But this is your aim to put this in place. And, and, and for what as well, you know, I'm trying to think, you know, social media, as my listeners are listening to us today, they think, oh, we go in on Facebook and we post pictures and we see what this body's doing and we uh, highlight things, we perhaps sell things, all that type of stuff. Is yours more business oriented? It, it it will be it will be catered for the like the I guess your retail users like that 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 tend to post on on social media on a daily basis. But what we do want to do is completely verify the sources of news that are actually are, are being I guess um, you know sent across our our platform in itself. So. We don't want to just verify the user base, but we do want to verify, you know, the businesses, the the news article mm. publishers, you know, the freelancers, people that are posting on a regular basis, not only about opinionated pieces, which, you know, everyone is entitled to their opinion and, and free speech and, and all those good things. But at, at, a, at a fundamental level, when it comes to information that, you know, that can be sensitive or that can be, I guess, um, misinterpreted, we do want to completely verify the sources of that information. Now, to put this in place takes quite an amount of money and uh, you've had, I know, tremendous response so far. So really, you, uh, it looks like you're onto something here. You've you've sought equity or raising et- equity through the crowdfunding platform Spark Crowdfunding. Now, crowdfunding in general, in laywoman's terms, is this. You know, you, you have to raise a figure and if you don't get there, well, you're goosed. Is that the case with you? Well, not exactly. Uh, we're, we're, we're hoping that we will fulfill um, the entire fundraise, like you mentioned, that we're doing on Spark Crowdfund. The reason we're doing crowdfunding, I suppose, to, to tailor or it kind of aligns nicely with a social media platform that it's backed by its user base. So we do want to offer it up to, you know, any retail investor that mightn't be too familiar with, you know, how to invest in companies. And this is why we've chosen Spark Crowdfunding to do so. You can go on board. You can, you know, literally set up an account within two minutes and invest on the platform for as little as 100 euro. Um, 
and 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 really for for us that that's been fantastic and we've got a lot of good feedback from that so far um to speak to your point about you know whether we whether we actually fulfill the entire fundraise or not that's kind of a different story we're hoping that you know that our our, our platform now in, in the coming weeks will start to kind of fulfill that entire fundraise and, and we're starting to see more investment come in on, on a daily basis. Mm, yeah, I've been watching that. You're going really well and good luck to you and the way it's going at the moment, you're you're easily going to going to get there. Talk to me about cryptocurrency because, Niall, when it comes to cryptocurrency, my brain just sort of switches off. What is this all about, a virtual currency? Uh, how does this tie in with what you're doing? Yes, absolutely. And, and this is really the biggest point around, I guess, bringing, you know, people to terms with how this all interacts with our platform. So on a very, I guess, to give a little bit of detail on that, what's happening at the moment is this um, next iteration of the Internet, let's say. So the Internet that we use today will certainly not be the same type of Internet that we'll use in, in maybe 10 years time. Mm. What's starting to happen on the Internet is that it's a movement away from people's data and people's, you know, information being used on the internet and being, I guess, the, the people that are being rewarded most for that are the, the conglomerates or the, the big multinational companies such as Google, such as Facebook, such as Twitter that get to, I guess, re, re, get all the rewards or the benefits that are associated with this data, um, which is obviously ad- advertising, as, as we all know. But what cryptocurrency allows us to do is to be able to provide rewards to our user base for using the platform in a positive uh, in a positive way, of course. So any positive contributions, whether it's a, a post or a, um, they want to actually message someone on the, on the platform or they want to create a group um, and interact on a daily basis within Wavelength, they will be rewarded through our own native cryptocurrency, which is another way of rewarding the user for the time and the data that they are actually providing to the platform. So this model, or like I said, the next iteration of the internet, it's kind of, dur- it's, 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 it's dubbed this term Web3. We're currently in this situation of Web2. But this next iteration of the internet really means that it's a really user-centric model for rewarding the user or, you know, me or you or whoever uses the internet today, that it's not the multinationals that, you know, receive all the rewards for the time that we spent uh, on the internet, essentially. And what we're doing is, or what, I guess, the the evolution of this internet um, that's happening at the moment is really surrounded about this thing of rewards and rewarding the user for their time spent on the platform. So integrating with cryptocurrency, which, if you think of it on a very simple, simplistic basis, is simply just a reward for doing something um, we want to create our own cryptocurrency so that we can actually monetize or reward the user's um, experience or the user's uh, time that they've spent on so on, on Wavelength, essentially. So, like I said, this next iteration of the Internet will be very different to the Internet that we experience today. And we're really looking to tailor for that change, which is kind of has already started on, on, on its path. So this is essentially what Wavelength does. It brings users on, it fully verifies the user base, but what it also does is it uses cryptocurrencies to reward the user for their time spent on the platform, which really tailors to this user-centric model um, that we're looking to achieve. So are you telling me that I 
will have a cryptocurrency account in the future and most other people will this will this become a re- reality it's it's confined at the moment but will this be in general use across your platform and others well you can already you can already see it happening today you can see you know the 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 outrage at the moment with with Ukraine and Russia that even Ukraine have adopted you know cryptocurrency as a, as a form of payment and you can already see it coming in in, in droves and millions of, of cryptocurrency payments that are actually being being sent to Ukraine itself to help them um, with the war. So already it's actually happening in front of our eyes. You know, if you even understand at a fundamental level of what's happening in, on your day-to-day basis, that we're moving away from cash, we're moving towards wallets. And not only are wallets, you know, I guess, going to be moving forward with fiat currency, which is your euro or your dollar, but it also will move forward with these things called cryptocurrencies, um, which are out there today. And, and we all have maybe come to, we've all understood maybe at a, fun, at a very small level, maybe today of the things around Bitcoin or the things around Ethereum. Mm. And that's all been very, it's becoming a little bit more mainstream in our day-to-day basis. Um, and it's just another form of making payments from A to B. So cryptocurrencies, while they offer this solution, a financial solution, and while we're moving in that direction, Wavelength is really looking about, um, I guess, backing the reward system that can be associated with, with, with cryptocurrencies because they, they aren't just a simple transaction, you know, from A to B. They can be used in all sorts of, um, in all sorts of utilities and ways on the internet and, and this is just one of them that we're implementing on Wavelength. My God, in 10 years we won't recognise it. That's all I'm thinking here, Niall, this afternoon where we're going and you certainly are at the cutting edge. You're an interesting guy in, in that you studied, you know, the sciences really at UCD, uh, specialising in, in uh, pharmacology and, and neuroscience and then you went to KPMG, uh, the graduate programme there. What turned your head in this direction? Really, really, it was the space. So with, within KPMG, I suppose my, my experience was very tailored towards audit, financial accounts, mm. um, and business orientated maybe was, was the way of my mind at the time. So, you know, understanding maybe a business was something that I really wanted to get it, kind of get my, get my hands into. Um, it was really the opportunity that only presented itself when the initial idea of, you know, what would a social media platform look like with a completely verified um, user base and that kind of you know I guess initially get got probably started thinking of okay well maybe this is a business opportunity that people could you know really see the benefits of once that started and my initial interests with cryptocurrency had 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 really sparked you know years previous to that just being a retail investor in the space and seeing you know I guess the growth in the space and and the accelerated growth really in the space kind of turn my head away from okay well maybe just you know working for the likes of kpmg for the you know for the foreseeable future wasn't something that was really in my um you know in my eyes at the time so moving into wavelength really started um last year in may i was more around the business orientated side of things just to start a business but as it grew legs and as i kind of came to terms with the scale of the the problem that i was trying to solve and the scale of the idea of a social media platform that it kind of required really you know a full-time gig so I've, mm. I've moved into this we've started to employ and really it was i guess the, the business mind in me that that kind of moved me into the space and and you know I'm, I'm obviously extremely satisfied and happy with how it's going so far but 
look, there's a lot of work done and a lot more work to do. And, and really, we're just trying to build, um, you know, a really, really good platform, build a really, really solid team and, um, you know, do things for the right reasons, which is really at a fundamental level is what Waveland is all about. And, and, and we want to do things for, I guess, do tech for good. Um, and, and that's kind of the idea that's behind it all. But yeah, it's, it's, it's been a, it's been a bit of a crazy roller coaster, like you said. There's a lot of different, uh, a lot of different, um, I guess, areas that I've been yes. associated with in the past. But I'm uh, delighted to be doing what I'm doing today. Good on you, really. Uh, good luck to you, and I admire you. And you have exciting times ahead. Wavelength, W A I V L E N G T H. Wavelength is the name of the business. If you want to find out more. I wish you well. Good luck to you in the future. And you are the future that I've been chatting to today on the show. Nice to talk to you, Niall. Fantastic to talk to you too, Jerry. Thanks a million for that. Take care of yourself. Bye-bye. That's Niall O'Reilly there from Kells in County Mead. By God, you know, you, you often wonder, you know, people around you and live in our communities here in the northeast and what they get up to and things they do. There's a young fella going places with something really, really exciting. Beyond me, I'd have to say, a lot of it as well at this point in time, but it is the future. As a fella used to say, a comedian talking about garlic bread. Joan Osborne, one of us on your late lunch this Monday afternoon. Ozzy Osborne's daughter. <laughs> what are you joking? She's nothing to Ozzy Osborne at all. Just come into me old head there. Sure, I said I'd say it. You might as well think it as say it as they say in life. Got myself into trouble for that many a time. But look, that's the way of the world, isn't it? you got to deal with it. As uh, we heard from David Hegarty earlier on. Wasn't he just brilliant? What a fantastic man. Just reminding you, there's a special fundraiser for the Gary Kelly Centre Tuesday tomorrow in the D Hotel. 10 o'clock till midday. Pancakes, coffee, all for a fiver. Get down and support them. Louise, we're ready. We are. Aren't we? Oh, we're ready. By the way, I do want to come back to David Hegarty. Dave Hegarty or David. Isn't he some man? Mm. Isn't he? He really looks fantastic. fantastic. By God, he's a real advert for what he does. That's for sure. Anyway, so fresh-faced. He is. He really? is. He really looks great. He does indeed. And we'll be back to him for sure. He's a rock sense. He really is. Ask okay. Him what moisturiser he uses. <laughs> No, he eats well and lives well and rests. Have you heard that about rest? That's a big thing. It really, really is. I have to find out more about this Nixon, Nixon or whatever they, the, the Dutch thing is. We'll come back to that too on the show. Anyway, do you remember the show Gladiators? Do you ever remember Gladiators vaguely. on the television? Vaguely. Yeah, I sort of do vaguely. It was a big Saturday night show mm. anyway and people went on and the Gladiators were big, powerful men and women and they dressed beautifully and there wasn't a blemish on them. Their moisturiser is the one that you need, I have to say. <laughs> anyway, in Gladiators Oh, I speak, need it now. Thanks. <laughs> sorry. sorry what were you, were you saying about well, well, getting well, yourself hold, hold on a minute. You said it first. <laughs> I'm only... I'm only following on from what you said yourself. Mm. Anyways... Gladiators, they used to, when they were going to do a task, so we'll do this for the pancakes. Huh? Martry Mill Flour, ready. Heidel Organic Eggs, ready. Feckin' Clahar Milk, ready. All we need is the lemon and sugar, and we'll have that too. And a I'm whisk. Gonna, and which? And a whisk. Oh, yeah, yeah, a whisk is very important. <laughs> and let it rest for a bit. I'm going to make them in the morning, okay? Do you make the batter the night before? I'll make it early in the morning right. and let it rest. That's what I'll do. I have to think about that one now for a minute. But I'm going to make the batter. I'm going to make them with these premium products from producers right across the northeast. Will you taste them for me? I will. All right. Definitely. We'll have to do a kind of taste test. I have ba- I have kind of batter form of batter in the fridge for tomorrow. Well, 
they're actually a packet of pancakes I bought in Dunn's oh, yesterday. Oh, for <laughs> No, I will, I will. I, I will try it in the I morning. I thought you were going to make the mix. Now, if you want to do it, The pancake, pancakes are back up. If you want to do a pancake, go ahead and do it. Maybe we do a blind taste or something <laughs> tomorrow. We'll think about that one. <laughs> Tell you you want to have thing. an awful lot of Nutella on the pancake? I'm going home. To, I'm going home to check my health insurance tonight. Are <laughs> <laughs> hey, you putting ideas into my head? Jeez, I'm having insulting her twice between our moisturiser and the and the pancakes. Now I bet the stop will get out while I might be just still ahead. Louise, you hardly saw David McCullough, did you, on Friday night on the RT61 News? Oh, um, when he was interviewing the ambassador, the Russian ambassador. Yeah. Yeah, he was fantastic. Oh my God, David, well done to mm. you. By God, did wasn't he, afraid of the questions. Did was he, he give it to him in the neck? I'm not joking you. He, oh, it was. I have to say, brilliant, brilliant by David McCullough. It, re- it really, really was. And you know, I was thinking, Louise, today is a great day for me. I won't have to say February again until next year. <laughs> <laughs> it's the last day of the month. My old mispronunciation will be gone for another year. Phew, that's a relief. Anyway, it's March tomorrow. And um, you, you didn't, do you know Liverpool won the League Cup yesterday? England? I know when I ask you sport, I'd be putting mm. you on the spot. You hardly, I did, I, they, I they, saw a lot, won of, the cup. lot of people celebrating. It went to a penalty shootout, Louise. It was nil-nil at full time, nil-nil after extra time at Wembley. Penalties. Every Play, outfield player, 10 of them on each side scored the penalties. It was 10 all, 10 <gasps> 10. And the keepers had to take the next kicks. So the first kick by the keeper was the Irish keeper, young Creevian Kelleher. He's the second choice at Liverpool, but Klopp played him in this League Cup competition and played him in the final. Fair dues to him. Kelleher came up, buried his penalty kick, and the Chelsea keeper, who they brought on at the end of the match because he was a good penalty saver, mm. missed his kick, oh. Louise. Yes, missed his kick. And I was delighted with Nail Kelleher. biting stuff, then. Nail biting stuff. It was unbelievable. Anyway, the pool won the cup yesterday. And sad news to report, a friend of ours, and I call her a friend of ours, a four-legged friend, mm. passed away. Cleo, Sinead Kelly, our vet's dog, Louise. Such a lovely oh, dog. Really sorry to hear that. Such a lovely... You know yourself, in she'd mm. come here with Sinead when we had lie people in the studio. Lie under the table. Lie on the... Often came round here to yeah. me, in beside me. She was an absolute Not one beaut. sound. Ah, oh, lovely dog. And everybody loved her at LMFM and... We're really sorry to hear to Sinead and Andrew and the children. And she went to sleep with them all together. Sinead, the dog, she put the dog to sleep herself uh, because they couldn't save her. Twelve. The kidneys had failed and they saved her last year and on another occasion as well. They did their very best for her, but it was time to say goodbye. Never easy uh, when the time comes. But we remember Cleo today and all the time she visited us here in the radio station. We just thought we'd let you know that today on the show. Now, my soundtrack this week comes from the 2016 computer animated musical comedy movie produced by Illumination Entertainment and released by Universal Pictures, featuring the voices of the likes of Matthew McConaughey, Reese Witherspoon, Scott McFarlane, Scarlett Johansson, John C. Riley and Nick Kroll. Yes, the film revolves round Buster Moon, a struggling theatre owner who holds a singing contest, just like X Factor, to save his theatre. Yes, Sing is my movie this week and I thank my granddaughter, Ava, for this one. It's simply wonderful, the movie, for children of all ages, like this kid you're listening to here every day, and features, listen to this, more than 60 songs by famous artists woven into the telling the uh, telling of the story. It's a feel-good show with an element of tragedy 
and a happy finale, as all lovely movies do. The characters endure, endear themselves to you, uh, except Mike the Mouse, voiced by Seth MacFarlane. He's a pain who can sing, and I suppose in the end softens and you connect with him eventually. McConaughey is brilliant as the koala Buster Moon, who's trying to save his bacon after years of struggle. And speaking of bacon, I just loved Rosita the pig, mother to 25 piglets, who's trying to revive her once-budding singing career. 60 songs to choose, five from this week. How am I going to do it? No easy task. But here we go with a biggie from the piggies. Ah, yes, my uh, music this week and soundtrack is from the movie Sing. Sing 2 is actually out at the moment as we speak. That's a Reese Witherspoon there as Rosita, the piggy wannabe star, and Nick Kroll, who played Gunter, the brilliant dancing pig, of course, the Taylor Swift song from Sing. I'll have more about the movie, the soundtrack, and... How am I going to pick again? As I said, that's one down, 59 to go. But I will do it, I promise you, for this time tomorrow. Final break of the day coming on late lunch. And afterwards, we meet a young woman who's getting her mojo back after COVID. Masks away today. Yes, folks, huge change in terms of the pandemic, which has certainly been overtaken by events in Ukraine. But anyway, it is a momentous day in Ireland with an awful lot of regulations changing. I'm joined on late lunch this afternoon by a young lady. She's 19 years of age. and She's going to talk to me about her time during COVID and emerging from it now. Jordan Lynn, good afternoon to you. Hi, how are you? I'm really good. Thanks for talking to me on the show today. Tell me this to start. COVID and all the restrictions that came with it, was it a pain in the you-know-what for you? Oh, definitely, yeah, for sure. And in, in, in terms of what you used to beforehand and during what you couldn't do, what did you feel you missed out on most, Jordan? Um, well, I was in sixth year when COVID happened, so I probably missed out on more than a lot of people. I didn't have a graduation. I missed out on my jobs um, and obviously the proper leaving cert as well. So you, you had none of this, which you were, I'm sure, really pining for and everyone loves to have. And it won't happen now. That's it. It's too far gone, is it? Yeah, I've, I've been graduated two years now, so definitely in the past. <laughs> Oh, my God almighty. And what about socialising and going out and all that type of thing? There was an awful lot of lockdown there as well, wasn't there? Yeah, I well, I never got to see my friends. I've only started recently going out with them again. And even still, like, we still had some restrictions in. So we were going home at 10 o'clock and it was just, it's really weird. And when just during the last two years, how did you, you stay in touch? WhatsApp, Zoom, all that type of stuff, was it? Yeah, yeah, we just FaceTimed and we talked over text and that was yeah. the really only way we could communicate. Yeah, yeah, FaceTime as well, of course. Fantastic way. But not the same, Jordan, as meeting up. No, definitely not. You uh, you need that face-to-face interaction with people and we just missed out on that. Now, you uh, did. You, you were involved in these um, in, uh, predictive grades for your leaving cert, yeah? Yeah. 
How did that work out for you, or did it or didn't it, or how do you feel about it now? Uh, no, I was unfortunately one of the ones it didn't work out for, um, so I didn't get a place in college, but um, it's, it's starting to all work out for me now. Generally, they say what's meant for you won't pass you by. I'm sure you've heard this on many occasions. You had your heart set, what, on nursing? And, and you didn't get the points right. What did you do then? Um, so I just I decided to work for the year. So I was working in retail um, for a year. Mm. Um, but I just kind of like lost myself a little bit while I was working in retail because I was just going to my job. Everyone was talking about COVID and I was just hearing the same things over and over again. Um, so I just kind of lost myself a little bit and my mental health was really affected by it as well. Really? So you struggled? Yeah. You struggled? You really did? And and did you did did I see someone where you did it? Did you do a P a PLC course? I did, yeah. I did a PLC course in nursing as in nursing, um, and then after I did that, I realised that I did not want to do nursing. There you go. You see this? You could have been going down the wrong road. So what are you studying for now? Um, at the moment, I'm working in a Montessori. Um, and then in September, I'm going back to do early years in college. Good on you. And this is where you see yourself going now, is it? Yeah. What mentally you told me there, huge challenge during the COVID and you withdrew into yourself a bit and found it difficult and that. What about physically? Did you, you know, like we all did, I'm, I can admit it here. <laughs> Shall we all? I had to let the belt out a little bit. What about yourself? Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, I definitely, I just, fell off the wagon completely because I just didn't have any motivation to do anything um, and like everyone we were all eating a bit extra over COVID yes yes so have have you tackled that have you joined the gym or anything or are you exercising more or anything like that um, yeah so back in November I started training uh, in Jer uh, Conroy in Ratoast with a girl called Sinead um, yes. and Sinead's absolutely amazing she's brought me back to myself and um over the past three months, I've lost a stone with her. Good on you. And, yeah. and, and, and this is really helping you on the mental health side of things as well, is it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, isn't that funny? We were talking earlier in the show to the connection between our physical well-being and our mental well-being with David Hegarty as well. And, and, and you've seen this work in practice. So are you in a better place today? Much better place? Yeah, um, definitely. Like, I, it just it really does... It, affect your mental health so much being stuck inside and I feel like since I've gotten back to the gym it's like my little outlet where I can just go and think to myself and be with myself and down in Jerry's they've such a lovely community down there that like you end up making friends as well yes yes so that's opened up new horizons to you as well and yeah. what about the socializing now um well yeah I'm able to go see my friends again even we go to the gym together now I can go see them down there and I'm just looking forward to, as you said, the no masks. That'll be fun, seeing everyone again. Yeah, for sure. And getting back into the social scene and that uh, will be just terrific for everybody. It is a very important day today. It is. And look, I, I'm delighted for you. You feel good now getting back on track, things opening up. And here you are, heading into yeah. a new career altogether. You're, the world's your oyster. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining me on the show today. Thank you.
so much. Take care of yourself. Bye bye. That's Jordan Lynn there. Michael says, a very hard line of questions discussing a girl's weight. Well, let me tell you, Michael, that uh, this young woman is quite open to discuss it herself and wanted to discuss it with me on the show. So there you are. I wouldn't go down that road only for I knew it was 100%. Thanks for your message, Michael, to the show this afternoon. Anyway, we finish up today by letting you know what's on tomorrow. Pancakes, Martry Mill Flour, Heidel Organic Eggs and Feck and Clower Milk will all come together. Neil Delamere is with us. He can't dance. Not sure about the singing, but he's a very funny man. Abby Wynn sets us on our way for March and we're talking about COPD. Eddie Caffrey's on his way next. But today, this Monday, the last day of February, last time I'll say it, it's Ed Sheeran. Bye. I took an arrow to the heart I never kissed a mouth that tastes like yours Strawberries and something more Ooh yeah, I want it all the Late Lunch with Blackstone Motors, Jota, Dundalk and Cavan. Order your new 221 Renault today from our extensive Renault range. Guaranteed delivery and low-rate APR finance. Visit blackstonemotors.ie. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Mannies and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies.